0: Hello, everyone. I'm Serena, founder and director of Breaking Taboo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Throughout the years, we've been working hard to break the taboo against mental health and suicide prevention, and thus, normalize conversations around mental health. We help people get help and know how to respond in a helpful manner, thus saving lives. When I say mental health, I mean it in the way we say physical health. Mental health encompasses many different areas, and it absolutely ties into things such as emotions and physiology. Everything stems from and or is registered in the brain, you see. The brain is a fascinating ocean that creates many different aspects of human nature and the way we process the world. Our biology plus our environment is what creates our personalities, our conflicts, our struggles, our happiness, our sadness, feelings, and the way that we perceive all of this. Our DNA is so complicated that one tiny little point percentile of change in it can create noticeable differences which can affect your entire life. Couple that with our very different backgrounds, the personalities of our parents, experiences in life, and other things that happen in our environment, and what results is the beautiful, unique person that is you. There is unique and there is normal. And everyone who is normal is unique, and everyone who is abnormal is unique also. The purest definition of the word normal simply means common. Normal is whatever is common. Abnormal is whatever is on the outlier or less common or more unique than what is the standard deviation. Some of you may have been born with differences that separate you from the quote norm. You've had to live life with these differences, and thus your experience of life is different than the stories we typically hear. Some of you have been tossed oddballs from your environment, and you have experienced trials and tribulations that have forced your brain to handle it with certain coping mechanisms that may have either alleviated your symptoms or made them worse, or caught up with you later in life or made you stronger for it, or all of the above. The way I see it, being an outlier is not necessarily a bad thing at all. I'm an outlier on IQ tests, and perhaps on a lot of other things in life too, for better or for worse. I consider myself unique. Growing up, my parents had always called me, quote, different and I've always been the black sheep. But I have learned through my self-healing to see that word as not necessarily a bad thing, but rather, often, as a good thing, and thus to foster my differences toward things that are meaningful to me, things that I think can provide a greater good, whatever that means to me. Breaking taboo is one example of that. People who are considered geniuses are on the outliers of the norm. They are deviants from the standard deviation. So are many extremely creative people. And I've gathered that sometimes when someone has a trait that swings on one side of the bell curve, they may have other traits that swing on the other side. For example, People who are autistic or have Asperger's may swing on the left side of social skills and emotional intelligence, but may swing on the right side of creative genius. There are countless stories of children with autism who are naturally gifted in music or the arts on what is considered a genius level. Something that, for example, may take a quote, normal person, triple the amount of time to accomplish, An autistic child may be able to do, say, in a couple sessions, say, for example, with playing the piano, something I also love to do. And what about the stereotypical bookworm genius who may lack street smarts, but later on invents the next robotic masterpiece? Or let's flip it. What about the kid that does poorly in school, but later on wins a Grammy for her music? This is how I approach the way I see people, without judgment. And this is how I approach the topic of mental health. Outliers on the bell curves of mental health are no different. There is a reason why some of the best artists, and I know best in art is very relative, but still, there is a reason why some of the most well-known artists struggle with mental health. There is a reason why some of the best writers and actors are some of the most emotional or emotionally suppressed, or emotionally in tune, or perhaps the most emotionally intelligent people out there, whether it's because they were born with it or if it's their way of dealing with their own thoughts and feelings. For me, for example, acting actually helped me tap into emotions that I had suppressed for years. In fact, I use acting as a therapeutic tool to learn how to become more vulnerable and in touch with my emotions. Writing for me is also huge, especially in my self-healing, and I'm sure for many people. I love literature and books, and for me, the act of writing is Zen, basically meditational completely therapeutic as is music that's why i'm a huge advocate for the creative arts as well i know how therapeutic it is and how important having an outlet for expression can be and i think you'll hear in this podcast many other people who have gone through huge life transformations advocate for creativity also for a reason but i digress The reason why I'm talking about outliers is because in this video audio podcast series, we're going to meet a lot of people who are in the outliers of the mental health spectrum. They are deviants from the standard deviation. Divergence, as one of our lovely interviewees calls herself. Bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, schizoaffective disorder, drug abuse, addiction, hallucinations, hearing voices, trauma, PTSD, depression, suicide, mourning the loss of a loved one. These are just some of the topics we cover. Yes, these can be heavy topics, but the way I approach them is not so heavy at all to me. Maybe it's because I deal with these topics on a daily basis. Maybe it's just because it's one of the things that make me different is that I'm capable of handling it for whatever reason. Maybe it's my outlook on life and people, or maybe it's genetics. Who the heck knows? But my point is these topics don't have to be feared. They do not have to be stigmatized. They don't have to be talked about in a way that is super heavy or hush-hush or is otherwise a turnoff to anyone in any way. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with heaviness. As I always say, it does not serve us to avoid our darkness. As without dark, there is no light and both are equally beautiful. After all, we must be willing to accept our suffering in order to fully feel and only then can we fully heal and come out of it, let it go and move on. And we will be exploring these topics in a way that is in line with our uniquely uplifting brand. We will also dive into topics that are everywhere and anywhere in between, including nutrition, physiology, biology, evolution, health, holistic healing, general wellness, and anything else you might be able to think of. My intention is to share these topics in a way that is interesting and humanizing. I am discovering with you, the audience, unique stories, and diving into all sorts of conversations that have to do with mental health. Most of all, we will be getting personal, and sometimes controversial. We will be getting personal with our interviewees and personal with me. I'm sure some of you may be wondering who exactly I am, why I started this whole thing anyway, and what my take is on some more controversial topics. And yes, there will be controversial topics as the topic of mental health and suicide has been controversial throughout history and cross cultures in general. There may also be some controversial thoughts and opinions, some of them from our interviewees, some of them from me. Breaking taboo is all about authenticity, and I would be a hypocrite if I wasn't aligned with our brand. I'm not asking everyone to agree with me all the time, or to agree with our interviewees all the time, or even with everything Breaking Taboo advocates all the time. That is an impossible ask. No one agrees on everything all the time. After all, what makes us beautiful is our uniqueness, our differences, and our deviations, remember? However, I do invite you to listen with an open, receptive, and non-judgmental ear to be conscious and accepting of others and ourselves. That includes our guests and please, of me, your host also, as we are all trying our best. Though since I am also a mental health and life coach, I do have to add that accepting does not mean excusing. And to be a victim of something does not mean abiding by a victim mentality. But those are all things I'm sure we will discuss in later episodes. As you'll see, I am all about empowerment and helping others get empowered. I invite you to come with me on this journey of discovery through one of my favorite pastimes, having great conversations with interesting people. I hope you laugh and cry, and sometimes you might get triggered. Yes, here is your trigger warning, as we do dive into some sensitive topics that you may not be used to hearing about so openly. But ultimately, as with the goal of Breaking Taboo, we hope you leave more educated, aware, empowered, and inspired. This is Serena with Breaking Taboo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day.